G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the single most important things that influences our lives, either positively or negatively, is how we perceive ourselves, our self-image. So often we soak up a distorted self-image from the world around us and it ends up ruining your life. So the question is, where do you find an accurate, objective image of who you really are? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me as we take another look today at your self-image from a different perspective. I had a message on my blog from a man just the other day who has been through bankruptcy. He and his wife had a taxi cab business in New Zealand, and it just didn't go that well. Anybody who knows anything about driving taxis knows that it's very long hours just to get a reasonable return. It can be tough. Anyhow, this man couldn't make a go of it despite all the long hours. Let me ask you something. Do you enjoy failure? No, me neither. So let me ask you then, how do you get on in the face of failure? When something like that, something you've worked really hard at in life, you've poured out all your energies into it and it goes belly up and people look at you and it's as though someone has stamped the word failure across your forehead in big red uppercase letters. And it doesn't seem to matter how hard you scrub, you just can't get rid of that sense of failure plastered all over you. See, it's things like that that shape our self-image. And when it comes to the making of our self-image, one failure seems to outweigh more than a 100 successes. Have you ever noticed how that works? That's why relying on success and failures, on our comparisons between ourselves and other people, on uh, what we think other people think of us, on the images of success that the advertising industry tells us we should aspire to, but seem forever out of our grasp. That's why relying on all of that stuff out there is so incredibly dangerous, because none of it's accurate. None of that really tells us who we are, and what we're worth. Looking out there to find our self-worth and shaping our self-image based on all that palaver out there is a little bit like looking at yourself through one of those distorted mirrors down at the local amusement park, something we talked about on the program, I think, a few weeks back. Believing the wrong things about yourself is simply no way to live your life, is it? The question is, though, where do you start to get an accurate picture of who you really are, the good, the bad and the ugly? Where do you turn to get an objective and yet incredibly loving assessment of yourself on which to base your self-image, how you see yourself, where you fit in, what you were made to be and to do? There's nothing more wonderful, let me tell you, than feeling secure in your own skin, than enjoying who you are and, in fact, being totally relaxed and totally comfortable and even delighted with who you're not. It's just a stunning feeling to have 24 by 7 for the rest of your life, really. And it's a feeling I've only had for less than half of my time here on this earth so far. That doesn't mean that any of us is ever going to be perfect, but to be secure in who we are, to see yourself for who you truly are, and to be totally at peace with that is simply awesome. So today, and for the remainder of this series, I want to share with you 
how to go from insecure to secure. Because I used to be an incredibly insecure person, always trying to please other people, always worried about what others thought of me, trying to impress them, secretly feeling like a charlatan on the inside because of all my failures and limitations that I knew about that I was trying to hide. Does any of that sound just vaguely familiar? Most months I write a booklet to go along with each of these new series. This month the booklet's called How to Receive a Whole New Self-Image. And I'll share with you in a couple of minutes how you can request your free copy of this latest 10-chapter book. But because I'm a visual person, one of the first things I always do when I'm planning a new series and a new booklet or a book is to choose the cover image for the book. It's something I always do myself because it's an integral part of the creative process for me of putting together a new series of messages like this. So if you request your free book, you'll see that the image is that of an apple reflected in a mirror. Well, not so much an apple as an apple core with a flesh eaten off. Isn't that so often how we perceive ourselves, all chewed up, all worn out, all worthless by comparison to the rest of the world? But how how does God see us? Well, that's the second part of the image that I chose, because the reflection of the apple core in the mirror is that of a full, red, healthy, shiny apple. Whole and complete, a perfect specimen. And that, to me, so powerfully depicts the difference between how we perceive ourselves and how God sees us. See, there's something special that you and I need to know about ourselves to move on from a distorted self-image to the real one, the true one. And that's this, that you and I are handcrafted in the very image of God, the Imago Dei. And, And that always, always was God's intent. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And God said, look, let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things and wild animals of the earth of every kind, And it was so. And God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind and the cattle of every kind and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. But then God said, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the cattle and over the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. And you see, there's your starting point, because that's how God sees you. Not as a chewed out old apple core, but as a perfect specimen made in his image, the apple of his eye. Now, have you made some mistakes along the way? Of course you have. Are you chewed out to some extent? Well, yeah, probably. Are you forensically perfect in this moment? No. But God sees the potential for you to be. And that, that's why he sent Jesus, so that through Jesus you could be forgiven and restored back into this perfect image in which you were created, the very image of God. That's the starting point. And that's the ending point. And that's what Jesus is all about, restoring you back to the original image, the very image of God. That's not some fairy story, that's the story. It's the story that God has had for you and for your life from the very beginning of time. Before the beginning of time, he always, always knew that you and I would be imperfect. He always knew that you and I would reject him. And he always, always knew 
that he was going to send Jesus to die on that cross for you and for me so that we could be forgiven and restored back into his image, the Imago Dei. And do you know what God says in the very next breath after male and female he created them? He says this in verse 28, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Made in God's image in order to be what? Blessed. That's you. That's his plan for you. Do you know what the one profound difference is between the image that God has of you and the image the world reflects back at you? His image is the image of love, whereas the world's image is the image of criticism, of putting you down, of making you feel worthless. When the world looks at you, more often than not, it sees an opportunity to make use of you. But when God looks at you, the way a father or a mother gazes at their child, he sees someone he made in his image to love and to bless. And sure, he sees the chewed out bits, the blemishes, but he looks at them not with criticism, but with love. What he sees is the potential to restore you back to that original image, his image. God looks at you and he sees your potential. He sees all that's possible. And that's why he sent Jesus for you. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's worth is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.